Welcome to Real Relationship Goals, a podcast all about the realities of healthy relationships. Real Relationship Goals is a project of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support, services, or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Welcome back to season three of Real Asianship Goals. This is episode four. If you're just joining us and you've missed episodes one, two, and three, go back and check those out. Uh, and get a little bit of a framework of how we're um, how we're doing this season. As always, this podcast is brought to you by the Prevention and Education Team at the Advocacy Center. My name's Allie. I'm Ariana. I'm Blythe. I'm Kyla, our social work intern. This week in relationships, we are talking about queer baiting and parasocial relationships. This past week, 18-year-old star of the Netflix show Heartstoppers, Kit Connor, came out as bisexual via Twitter. Connor felt pressured to do so after people kept continuously speculating over his sexuality and accusing him of queer baiting for his role on the show. Queer baiting is a term that is utilized whenever a straight identifying person is playing the role of an LGBTQ plus identifying person and ultimately taking the opportunity to portray that role from someone whose identity would be represented. Parasocial relationships are a one-sided relationship between a media consumer and a media persona. They commonly occur between fans and their favorite celebrities or influencers. However, it's important to remember that no matter our relationship with a person, we are never entitled to know their sexuality. In a healthy relationship, it is important to always be supportive of their identities and to be respectful of their privacy and personal boundaries, whether it's a relationship with a friend, a loved one, a family member, or even our favorite celebrity. It's always important to be respectful of their boundaries. Okay, so I have our story for today, and this uh, our topic today is super relatable to me. Um, I am an introvert, and so I'm a odd combination of an introvert and also someone who has FOMO or the fear of missing out. And so I can tend to overcommit. I can think I want to do all of the things with all of the people in all of the spaces, but because I'm an introvert, I get my energy restored um, by being alone. And so I, I could pick from a million different times, but specifically I can remember last spring, I was just starting to feel sort of not myself and down and anxious and irritated and frustrated in ways that I don't normal and I'm not normally. And one of my friends, uh, good friends suggested, I, I think you should like go like camping, like go on a hike, mm-hmm. like take the day off, go on a hike and just like be in nature because that's also very calming to me. And so I did, I took the day off and I went to a chanted rock and I hiked and then I camped and I hiked again. And I came back and I was like a completely different person. Mm. 
And, um, you know, I love my friends. I love the people I get to spend time with. And also people take a lot out of me and I have to make it a priority to um, recharge, but that can be hard when you want to be around the people that you love. And so that's a constant struggle for me. (laughs) So in this season, we're basically talking about two things that are true about relationships, but also can exist in tension with one another. For today's topic, it's, I love my friends, people take so much out of me. Today's episode, we're basically just talking about having those loving friendships and other relationships that mean so much to us and how they can be great because of the abundance and support and care, but also acknowledging that there can be tension created when we don't give our ourselves time for ourselves and not recognizing the different identities of people in our relationships. Yeah. And I want to acknowledge too, Ariana, thanks for setting that up and Ali for your such, yeah, your sweet and honest and vulnerable story. Um, that this one is, we're kind of talking about something a little bit more narrow or like this tension today. And so like one, like those of us who are introverted might feel this tension so strongly, um, mm-hmm. of like, y'all, I love my friends, but like people take so much out of me and I need time by myself to recharge. And then there are others of us that actually deal with the opposite tension, right? Maybe those who are more extroverted of like, I love my friends and I love being with people. That's what recharges me. But at the same time, I need to learn how to be alone. And sometimes being alone is really difficult. And I know like I definitely fall into that. And so one, I just want to acknowledge that and say, we're not going to really go into that. So like, if that's you, those of us who are extroverted, I actually just invite you to listen, to like have compassion, right? For Um, and like show a lot of empathy, plug our empathy episode, (laughs) um, to like those of us who are more introverted. So I want to acknowledge that as well. And then just a couple other caveats and tensions of this tension, right. Can show up with like an introverted and an extroverted friend, the extroverted friends, like, let's hang out, let's hang out. Let's like out. And then the introverted friend being like, but I need me time. And like, (laughs) you're a lot and I love you, but you're a lot and I need me time. So that like, I want to acknowledge that, but also like dynamics of like, okay, maybe in a relationship, there's a non-disabled friend and a disabled friend or someone who experiences chronic fatigue, maybe someone who experiences depression um, or like another kind of disability or diagnosis that whether for like resting and recharging, you need that alone time or for other reasons. Oh, and that y'all, I will confess I'm not a parent. And I know that that is, I love parents. Thank you for parenting. just we we all work with your children we love your children they're phenomenal but also just want to acknowledge that it's and encourage like to not feel guilty that like parents can say like I love my kids and my kids take so much out of me and I know that because I'm not a parent I cannot speak fully into that but just like want to acknowledge that like that that's a thing and that there's nothing like wrong with you because you deserve moments of peace and of quiet and of rest that doesn't make you a bad parent um for wanting to acknowledge like having little ones who depend on you for their very sustenance every moment of every day is a lot and so you deserve rest and I know that can need to get creative oh and just the last thing for students you have to be in school eight or nine hours a day and that's like not really a thing that you can't not do. And so if people take a lot out of you, I love you <laughs> and, and that's okay. So that was kind of a lot, but just like wanted to acknowledge that like we're talking about a bit more of a niche thing today that's narrow and that depending on your life circumstance and your identity, like you might have 
a very different relationship, like with this tension. Um, and that that's okay. So like for those of us who it doesn't maybe like apply to us, hang on and like encourage you to listen with empathy and, and compassion, but yeah. Okay. I will <laughs> get off my floor, but y'all, um, uh, how do you wrestle? Yeah. With that tension. I was say, I think it's also interesting to kind of consider how like our relationship with this tension might change throughout our lives mm. and just like different like phases and stages of life. So like depending on what season we're in, like I know that during the school year, I am in classes, I'm in internship, I'm working jobs. Um, so I like my energy level tends to be a lot lower because I'm being pulled in several more directions. So I have to set aside specific time to see my friends. I'm, I'm one of those people that's definitely more extroverted leaning, kind of like you life of like the, I need to be around people and being alone can be difficult. So I have to be intentional to schedule time to go out and see my friends, because if I don't, then I become even more, so it's kind of like a cycle of being drained. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there are yeah. other times where um, maybe during the summer, I'm not in classes, I'm not in internship, I'm only working where I have a much higher energy level and it's a lot easier for me to be around friends all the time because um, I have a greater like capacity and a greater bandwidth for it. So I think that it's just important to kind of like reflect on the season that you're in and just kind of recognize Mm -hmm. and accept that that will change just as time goes on. That's good. I, I, I really like that, Kyla. You know, as we use kind of this more narrow framework to think about both that narrow in that narrow way and then a, a more broad way as, as Blythe talked about the, the different ways I think some self-awareness here is really good and and even Kyla sort of alluded to it and I was remembering that that has been helpful for me is like a schedule and so whether that is like for Kyla or Blythe or people who are more extroverted like creating a schedule of like making sure you get to be with people or if you're more introverted or needing uh more time to uh recharge alone mm-hmm. making that schedule and so something that i did kind of during covid when we were all having to be apart was create a really uh like literally weekly schedule i hang out with this person on this day this person on this mm-hmm. day of course during covid it was like distanced and all of that but it's really carried through and been really helpful for me it's like I know on Mondays I do this with these people on Tuesdays I do this with these people on Wednesdays I have the evening to myself and so making sure that I get that time so I think having a Mm -hmm. a schedule which of course like Kyla said changes and can change and we can be flexible with and all of those things but I think building in those times for things that you might need it can be really helpful with some structure any thoughts on like how, and Ali, you kind of hinted at this in a way of like, depending on whether or not, you know, like there's a global pandemic, for, <laughs> for example, um, like spending time with people can look like a lot of different things. Yeah. Like what comes to mind or like, how have you maybe, <clears throat> sorry, like spent time with people in different ways beyond just like physically, like going over to someone's house or something like that. I usually like one way that I spend time with people with not actually like being in physical, uh, you know, physical with each other, maybe having a conversation on the phone, Mm -hmm. like talking about a book or a TV show that we've seen Mm -hmm. with each other. And just like that, that's also counts as spending time with people and getting that support from one another, uh, from your community. And just from like people you're in relationships with, because we're not made to be in 
solitary. We were made to be with people. We have to experience each other and stuff. So it's important to have like different ways to connect with people besides just being in each other's presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, again, being flexible with that, like that might look like a phone call and it might look like FaceTime and each of those things might look, feel different on different days. It might just be playing a game together, like separately, you know, like on, I don't know. I don't know about game <laughs> things, but I think there's a way you can do that with people over the internet. <laughs> And so, or something like that, you know, I yeah. think it's just flexibility is kind of like the name of the game here. Yeah. 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 And even like, if you're doing something like with someone in person, right? Like there are times when you just like, might want to like be in somebody's presence, but like, you're kind of each doing your own thing. There are times, right. When you do have like a heart to heart and you're like, man, how's your life? And then other times <laughs> it's like, you want to like watch a movie together <laughs> or like play a game. And uh, that's good. Yeah. Like all those like quality time things are good. And also just to validate, like, it's okay to need solo time and to have alone time. Like we need rest and we need to recoup. Um, and like, you're not bad for like wanting that. I mean, you're not a bad friend for saying like, I need time alone and that's okay. So unless there are any other thoughts, I'm going to give us our relationship goal. So, um, this week we, uh, yeah, encourage you to take a step of like relational courage. So like, if you are normally like me, apprehensive toward alone time and like would rather spend all of your time with people like pick a time this week to kind of like Allie was saying schedule it out but like spend some alone time or some solo time doing something that you love baking reading going for a hike and if you find yourself like maybe constantly jumping toward alone time like pick a time this week to do something with a friend whether that's a phone call or like going to hang out with them yeah spend some time with somebody and Kyla has a relationship, not a relationship goal. I just gave us our relationship goal. Kyla has a recommendation. A recommendation. And I would dare to say it is an all-star of a recommendation. Just not to toot my own horn here, but I'm very excited about this <laughs> one because I have indulged in my recommendation like three times already this week. And it is tomato <laughs> soup and a crispy mm. grilled cheese. Ooh. The weather hit like 50. 40-ish degrees. And I said, this is miserable for me. I need something comforting. So I elected warm grilled cheese, warm tomato soup, fresh basil, fresh garlic. Perfect for the colder weather. It is delightful. Thank you for that. That made me hungry as we're kind of (laughs) right in between breakfast and lunch right now. Um, okay. Well, thank you all for tuning into this episode. We'll be back next week with episode five. So in the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, pass this uh, podcast on to your friends, family, peers, coworkers, everyone. And we can't wait to see you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to Real Relationship Goals. This episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention. See you next time.